0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open the Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is May 30th and our reading comes from John chapter 18 and 19. I want to capture The conversation that Jesus has with Pilate. Pilate's a Roman governor. He's the one that is going to decide whether or not Jesus is crucified. He's been on trial. The Jewish leaders have released him to Pilate and are asking Pilate for permission to crucify him. And Pilate asked Jesus three important questions. The first one is in verse 33. Pilate says, are you king of the Jews? Jesus responds by saying, is that your idea or did somebody say that about me? And what Jesus is after here is he's trying to help Pilate to understand, listen, I've been here doing ministry for three years. You've never seen me lead a rebellion against the government. I'm not reaching for power. That's not the kind of king and the kind of kingdom That I'm about. In fact, he says, My kingdom is not of this world. In other words, Jesus came to rule in our hearts. Now, listen, the day is coming when Jesus will return and he will rule as king and establish his earthly reign. But in his first coming, he came to rule in our hearts. And so, Jesus is trying to help. A pilot to understand you're a political king. You're in charge of an earthly government. I am a spiritual king and I am ruling in the hearts of my followers. In fact, he says, I came to testify about the truth. What truth is he talking about? He's talking about the truth about God, the truth about the Savior, the truth about death and resurrection, the truth about eternal life, the truth about our hearts and the condition of man, right? And so Pilate hears all of that, and he asks the question, what is truth? And what this indicates is that even though Jesus has been around and preaching the truth for three years, Pilate does not receive the truth. It reminds me of what Paul says in Romans chapter one, when he says they knew the truth, but they suppressed the truth by their wickedness. Again, for Pilate to embrace the truth, he'd have to acknowledge Jesus is King, Lord and ruler of my heart. And the truth is Pilate's power, his pride, his immorality really blinds him from the truth. And so when Jesus says, I came into the world to testify about the truth, Pilate reveals his own blindness and spiritual immaturity. And he says, what is truth? Well, then there's a third question that Pilate asked Jesus. Again, he says, in fact, it's interesting, three different times Pilate says to the Jewish leaders, I don't think he's guilty. I think this man's innocent. And he tries to release Jesus over and over and over again. And finally, the Jews say, no, no, crucify him, crucify him. In fact, their final charge is, if you don't crucify Jesus who claims to be king, you're no friend of Caesar. Kind of puts Pilate in a tough spot. And so once again, Pilate asks him this final question. He says to Jesus, don't you know that I have the power to release you or to crucify you? I love Jesus's response. He said, listen, Bro, you don't have any power except what has been given to you by my Father. Don't get confused here. And I just love that. And so many times we're in a situation where we're looking around at what's happening in our world, and, and our thinking is it's as if we believe God is caught off guard. God's surprised. God is taken back. God doesn't know what to do. God's wringing His hands. God's worried and anxious. No. God is sovereign over the kingdoms of men. God is at work in human history. He said, well, Alan, well, why doesn't God do something and do it quicker? Well, part of the reason is God has given us freedom. He's not going to control us. He's not going to force us to do anything. And the second reason is, remember, God is patiently enduring the suffering and what's happening in our world giving us opportunity to preach the gospel and giving people opportunity to hear and respond to the truth and make Jesus king of their hearts. And so Jesus just makes it clear to Pilate, this isn't an accident. I'm not caught off guard. In fact, what you mean for evil, God intends for good. It reminds me of that statement from Joseph to his brothers, right? They think we are destroying Jesus. And what they are doing actually is glorifying him. Remember what Paul says in Philippians 2? It's because Jesus humbled himself even to the point of death, death on the cross, therefore God exalted him and gave him a name above every name that in the name of Jesus every knee will bow, every tongue confess, including Pilate and all the Jewish leaders that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so Jesus Jesus says to Pilate, listen, you've been given this power, but only because God is working even in your disobedience and your blindness, even in your bad choice. God, my father is at work to bring about his redemptive purpose and to make salvation available for all mankind. So when we think about this passage in these three questions for our own life, here's the question. Number one, will we let Jesus rule as king of our hearts? Number two, will we build our life on the truth? And number three, when we trust God, even when we don't see and can't understand, we trust God is good and he works all things together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose let me pray for you. Father, God, we thank you for what Jesus did. I read this story and I'm just overwhelmed by your love and grace and mercy for us. God, you came to rescue us. And Lord, I pray that you'd give us all the courage to make you king of our hearts. God, I pray that you'd give us all the wisdom to build our life on the truth. And God, when we're in situations where we cannot see and we do not understand, God, help us to trust your heart, to know that you are good, that you are our Father, that you are for us, and that our light and momentary suffering does not compare for all that you have prepared for those who love you. So God, help us to trust you when we cannot see, to trust your heart. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.